Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of The Bee Show. I am your host, Deborah Voltaire Coulonge. Mr. Producer over here next to me. Hi, everyone. How are you? I hope we're all having a fabulous, wonderful, amazing Thursday. You see my hair is fixed. Makeup is done. Eyelashes. Eyelashes. Eyelashes are on. So we on. Um, I hope everyone had a great week. I had I had a very busy week. Um, I got asked to work on always, always retouching myself like here. I hope you guys, you don't mind. My lips are looking luscious. Um, so I was asked um, by my job to work on a project, which I was excited for. Like, okay. And now it's taking up like my whole life. I am like, you see the bags? I'm trying to cover them, people. Your girl is tired. It is Black History Month and they are working a sister. My God. Um, but with great work, you know, when you show people you can do things and you have work ethics, you know, they call on you. They call on you to do the job that you got to do. And that's what I'm here for. Um, something that's I usually wait for, you know, our hot topics um crew. Shout out to my peoples, um, so that we can talk about things that are circulating around the the world that are is newsworthy that is like buzzing like the bee um like the bee and that I want to talk about but I don't know if I can even wait and what I need to discuss is um Kanye West please come come to the altar Kanye bring your eyes here boy okay so um, I have notes. So if you're like, girl, why are you looking down? Um, so basically we all know about Mr. West, right? About him going off about what's happening between him and Kim Kardashian West. I'm sorry, I was looking down. What were you looking at? My hairline is popping. My gloves is popping. And you know, I have what I have to say. But what number one thing is, like I said, my notes, I am not sorry, Mr. West, at all, for what you are going through and what you're trying to tell everyone to help you with, or to like, please look at Kim and her family. Look, the light just go. You see how the light just went on when I talked about Kim? Cause she like she know I'm on her, I'm on, I'm here for you, sis. Um, I just I feel like same story, different black man. And if you, you, if you don't like a black woman and you choose to go to a white woman, that's on you because, you know, I am married to a black man, but it's no secret. There's something about the white chocolate that just calls my name. However, if you choose to have a child with a white woman, that comes from a family that literally only dates black men besides Courtney, but they all decide to date black men as well, right? And then they get the black men and they turn them into puppets and sperm donators. I mean, the only one we could say that we don't see that happening is Travis Scott, but then some people will say what happened at Astro World is like 
the curse of the Kardashians, right? But whatever. So this is something that happens and these sperm donors, and then you complain with the same shit. Am I allowed to say that I'm gonna get in trouble? The producer is in here. Am I in trouble? No. So why are you here? Because I'm doing back behind the scenes recording. And what are you eating? M&M's. Okay. Um, I would like some. I'll bring you a jar. Thanks. <laughs> um, and you are a sperm donator, and then you complain when the same ish happens to you, like all of the other boys. Like it was somehow going to be different for you, Mr. West. You know what I'm saying? Your kids are biracial, Kanye. Stop saying, oh, my kids are black. Yes, the man, the father is black, therefore. My eminence. Therefore, therefore, yes, your kids are black because of the you know majority they say the father or whatever. Um, but however, your wife is calling the shots, bro. She and, and she's more stable than you are. We're looking at you with your boots that are up to your knee with your t-shirt, your tank top, after telling us you got lipo. And we're looking at you like, what the F are you talking about? Now you changed Kim Kardashian to be even more Kim KW. And now that we all looking at you like, bro, are you crazy? You want to be the victim. I hate someone who plays the victim. There can be two things in life that you can be. And one of them better not be the victim and the other one better not be somebody who owe me some motherfucking money. You know what I'm saying? Two things in life, don't do it. You can be it or you can be it. Kanye, I love your music. I always was rooting for you, but this new shenanigans and, and posting your business like that, nobody got time for that. We got COVID out here. We're trying to figure out for the summer, are we going to have to wear a mask and, and makeup? Or are we trying to figure out if we go into the islands? We are not trying to figure, like your wife is trying to be a lawyer. Do better, be better. I'm just, that really like annoyed me. Like my kids are black. Don't use that card. When there are black kids out there getting killed daily because they are black, your children will never have to go through that because of their last name, because of who their mother is. And keep playing with Kim. Have you met her mother? Have you met her mother? Honey, I wish I was like Charlemagne the God and give a donkey of the day. Hee haw, hee haw. All right. And that's all I have to say. I have no sympathy for Kanye West. I have no sympathy for deadbeat dads. And I have no sympathy for anyone who cheers for the Celtics. Sorry. All right. All that being, that's my rant. You know what really gears my ears? Do you remember the episode of Family Guy? One of the best episodes ever. Anywho, and I also want to give a shout out. I know it's Black History Month, but if you check my Instagram, if you don't, you're losing out on life. But you need to check Britney Spears' Instagram because yesterday she danced for us, honey, in a one piece. Oh my God, did I just... And a one piece that just made my mouth drop and instantly made me want to just stop eating for life as I eat M&Ms. So this is why I'm wearing my girl's shirt. And if you got a problem with it, call Kanye West. <laughs> and file that under, oopsies, no one gets a rat's ass. So today we're going to bring in a special guest. And I'm so excited because I haven't seen him in so long. 
I guess like, you know, another Kanye West out there, you, you know, they talk to you when they want, they don't, whatever. But I want to keep on the theme of um, people that I know who helped me in my wedding, who happened to be Haitian or and Black, and, you know, little engines that could. If you know, have watched my show frequently, I love to talk to people who have businesses that, you know, like Drake started from the bottom and now we're here. And I want to make sure I give everyone the chance to promote themselves. and. Um, by me doing this, I hope it helps, you know, help him and other people who come on my show to get a little business, a little spotlight, a little thunder. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna welcome in my brother from another mother. He has two screens. What I tell you, Kanye West. Um I don't know which which one are we looking at. I don't know where he is. Um, I don't know what's happening. Hello. Did he not know that I let him in and then he walked away like, oh, I'll be back. Hello, sir. All right, well, guess what? I'll keep talking because I have much to talk about. Super Bowl is this weekend. If you do not know, the sports hit list, um, producer, executive um, um, producer, he is going to have us all of his minions join him on Sunday. We're going to be taking over to discuss the Super Bowl. And the only thing that you really need to watch is for when I'm on, because I'll be discussing the halftime. And shout out to my besties who are in LA, who are going to be at the Super Bowl and covering... Please do not interrupt me while I'm speaking and you were late. Sorry. I'm just saying, like, I have a microphone too. Sorry, sorry. I'm just saying, saying. What I Um. Oh, I think I did something. Oh, Carl, don't be, can you hear me? Can I, do you hear me? Am I good? Can you hear me, Mike? Loud and clear. Oh, okay. Something happened and I didn't want to get in trouble with um, Joe Jackson. Okay, so welcome. Welcome, Michael. Welcome to the B Show. How are you? Long time no see. Fresh? Oh my gosh. Amazing. Blessed. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. That, that means a lot to me. Oh, you know what I mean? I appreciate it. That means a lot to me. I, I thought of you instantly. Yes, that means a lot to me. Thank you. I always think about you guys. You and Carl. I always think about you and Carl. I appreciate that. Okay, so you and your two screens is gonna get on my nerves today. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, this will just pretend. If people who are Haitian who are watching this will just pretend the third person is Loa, and that's just <laughs> that's the, the spirit. That's crazy. That's my government name. That third that's person. That's my the, government name. That's the spirit, right? <laughs> right. Anybody, any shorties who he be when he meets you, he don't tell you his name. Oh now my god. <laughs> Check Damn. him out. Check his Instagram. Damn. It's not private either. So if y'all need to know what's happening, everyone take two minutes to screenshot. Yeah, go ahead. Take that screenshot. God, Thank you. Sorry, right. screenshot. Screenshot. All so right. good. It's all right. So first of all, tell us why you have um two screens. 
Um, I have two screens because I like to monitor everything that's going on. So this one actually monitors and makes sure that my levels are good. My microphone is not too high. So I'm, I'm very particular about certain things like that. So, you know, especially considering it's Zoom, I want to make sure that everything is all good. All right. So for those who may not know who you are, why don't you give them a quick little brief um, bio, married kids, for the honeys too, for the honeys. It's Valentine's Day is next week. I'm trying to help them out. Listen, ladies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want no problem. 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 Any right. children, any W-2s that your W-2s are filed? Your yes, I actually do. I have a newborn son. Oh, yeah. my God. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, yes. And I'm married. How Sorry, old? yes. I'm, I'm married. I'm married. Yes, I am. How I'm old married. is he? Five months. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Everyone has, everyone I know has a kid around that age right now. Yo, pandemic That's crazy. Is different. So, you know, right now, pandemic babies are different. Completely different. Completely yes, different. how is it? Oh my gosh, it's a it's a learning uh, lesson. That's a blessing in itself, you know. I really don't sleep, so this is magnified times twenty. But it's yeah. it's all for a great cause. It's 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 amazing. It's so not I, a I, I think it just drives my hustle. It's, it's a, it's a yeah, but it's not a nonprofit organization. You said it's <laughs> oh, you're right. Yo, that's so true. So true. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, <laughs> you ain't lying. Your taxes, your taxes gonna go up. You got it right on time. Yeah, man, I ain't right really scratching too much here. Yeah. I ain't scratching too much. <laughs> okay, so you 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 mentioned you are a DJ. How long have you yes. been DJing? Oh man, what can I say? I think I saw when I was in high school. I think it was my senior year of high school. I started saving up just to try to get all my equipment together and all that good stuff. And then eventually, I was like, you know, what? I'm ready to you know take it to the next level. So by the time I got to my freshman year of college, it wasn't particularly a college uh, party type of scene, but I basically had to create the vibe a little bit, you know, do a little organizational events and then try to bring it up to the next level. And then I think every year from college, from that point on, I was like, I want to take it to a different level. I want to do something different. So I would say from 2004, I've been trying to remain consistent on the, you know, I'm not trying to go too high. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And then we fell off. I want to be able to keep on the same plateau. Like, okay, all right. he's he's constantly doing it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. How so? You would say you started being a DJ in high school, right? Yes, senior high school. Yeah. So that was two thousand and four. So I, I, I usually like two four two thousand and four. What made you like? Okay, you know that movie Brown Sugar when they all talk about like <laughs> this song made me decided I love news, right? That was like yeah. Brown Sugar, like Love Jones, where like every song was for a meaning. What song or like what genre is your was your calling? Like, yo, this song or this vibe just makes me want to like DJ. Oh man, I, I love all genres. You know, I've hastened to say I love all genres. You know, compass being born. Yeah. You know, even when I was younger, you know, my father he exposed me to different types of music, especially reggae. And and I think what caught me was R&B. I love R&B music. It's it's so soothing. When I was in fifth grade, I'm singing all these R&B songs. Like, well, what does it mean? It sounds good. I'm just right, it. right. So I think R&B music was like it. 
you know, SWV, Tevin Campbell, John B, and, and all that type of R&B. So, you know, Boyz II Men, that spoke to me. That's what spoke to me. I love making music, basically. What is something that you learned as a, like, as a DJ when you were younger and you thought like, oh, I'm it. But now at your age, you're like, yo, I didn't know nothing. <laughs> like, so tell me like maybe like your first experience where you thought you were it. And now um, looking back, you're like, no, that, that wasn't it. I think it was a learning lesson when I'm like, uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, trying to think, is that a good experience? I could say, I thought I was it, but I wasn't. I, I, I don't know. I, it probably had to be uh, the, the outfits. Because you no know, bag, they like, yo, I'm going to rock the latest stuff. Or I'm going to wear my pants extra baggy. My shirt's extra baggy. I'm it. And then it's like, you know, like yeah, it wasn't it. It wasn't it. wasn't cutting. <laughs> it wasn't it. I didn't have to be the outfits. It had to be the outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you started in high school and college. So how many of your, your guy friends try to tag along for the parties, but you know damn well, they were just trying to get the honeys. Oh man, believe it or not, I lost a lot of friendships because of that. Of course. That's, I lost a lot of friendships because, I don't know, let me turn around the, the bottom. It's kind of weird right now. What, what, what are we doing? What's, what's, what's... No, 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 it's me, it's me, it's me, don't worry. Oh, okay, all right. No, no, I, I lost a lot of friendships because of that. I think it's because, uh, I remember this one, one of my particular friends I actually tried to put him on. Like, I, I, I hooked him up. I was like, yo, listen, if I'm making this much, just help me carry the crates. Yeah, and yeah. Some carry the equipment. I'm like, kid and play party, off. house party. Yeah. yeah. But he was making pretty good money. Like, I wish I was doing what he was doing. I wasn't yeah. you know, underpaying him. I was actually like, that's my boy. You're getting, you're getting great pay. I don't got no benefits, though. But you drink for free. I'm picking you up. And I'm dropping you all. You get a party, yeah. Yeah, but then I think it got to his hand when he felt that he needed more. And I was like, what do you need more? Come to think, come to think about it, come to realize that like he spent a lot of it on drugs and then alcohol. I was like, oh, that's where it all There you go, yeah. So I was like, nah. So I lost a lot of friendships over that. But the real ones that are still here to this day, they understand the grind. They understand the hustle. So they, they let me do what I do. So they understand it, they appreciate it. So this, like, I would say, Maybe like four of them that start that you know that I saw with uh, from back on. I think I, I'm only caught maybe one <laughs> to this day. Like we're cool. It's cool. It. It's cool. It's better for your it's energy it. and your energy. Exactly. Not everybody's your friend. That's my that's my line that I'm I took from 21. I bought it into 22. You got to protect exactly. your energy and your energy. <laughs> maybe that's it. Still with Um. Well, besides the honeys, what is a perk of being a DJ? What were the perks? Because now we we different now. But what were the perks? Yeah. What were the perks? Um, get to party for free. Yeah. I think that was the perks. You get to party for free, and you just enjoy the vibes. You drink it for free. You're not spending any money. I think that was it. You're not spending. Some of the perks is I still get it too. But I think back then, there was always that stigma, like, oh, you're a DJ? Ugh. And so people always think, like, you're a DJ. You get everything. No, you don't. I'm saying, like, you're a DJ? Bye. Yeah. Bye. I'm not talking to you. So it, it, it's different. So that's what I had to say. I mean, the perks is 
mean, it's still part of Korea. You get the drinks, yeah. you know, half off. And <laughs> some of the perks so is if you have a client that's not local internationally, I know that you tell them they need to pay for you to go. Yes, you tell them all right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right? That's a perk you get to. I just know because he worked with my sister. So say yes. that you get to she's go amazing. To like, she's amazing. She's amazing. Obviously. Amazing. Travel by design. So yes. um if you travel by design with an amazing, amazing person. I gotta give her a plug because she's amazing, she's dope. My brother's getting married overseas, and I plugged them together so he's working with us. So like I told like she knows what the fuck she's doing. And I just want to say this is all through me, but we're gonna get there. Yeah, um, we're gonna get to, yes, yeah, yes, we're gonna get to that. Yes, yeah, we're definitely yeah, gonna we get are. to that. Yes, we are, we are, we are. Um, so yeah, being able to fly, you know, internationally, national nationally, um, that's definitely a perk, but like how hard is that? Really legit. Legit, it's it's very hard. I'm just because, saying this for like anyone who's watching and may want to be a DJ because people may think it's so simple, but I want you to tell us like the nitty gritty of how hard it really is to get you in your mother effing seat. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I have to make sure everything was good. All right, how hard is it? It's very hard because number one, you have to make a lot of sacrifices. People think that, oh yeah, you get to travel free, you get to do this and do that. No, it doesn't consist of that. Number one, you have to make sure that you have all your things together in terms of your documents, your paperwork, this and that. Yeah. Number and two, you have to make sure what's your... Yes, exactly. But even before the whole COVID laws, you have to make a lot of sacrifices because you have to make sure that the, the time difference doesn't affect the sleeping schedule. So people are like, ah, I'll be all right. No, it doesn't. No. You you're flying for like five or six hours, you'll be all right. No, you're drained, you're tired. So what happens is that when I'm used to traveling a lot, even for this year, I basically have to mentally and physically prepare myself because, you know, I'm not exactly spring chicken, but you know, I still try to get my workout in and on. But it helps, uh, keeps me prepared because back then I wasn't prepared. I travel, I go from one city to the next. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I, I had that two-hour nap and I did it. Um, it's fun. It's all great, but it's hard. Yeah. Because one minute, you're a uh, perfect example I did an event probably two years before COVID. It was in Grenada. And then something happened and I had a gig and I had to jump to DR for a wedding. And I'm like, yo, this is this is wild. I should have never done this, but fuck it, it's all good. But what happens is that there was a delay. So it's like I'm like watching the clock. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm gonna make it in time. Luckily, I made it. But it was like in the nick of time. So I basically had to DJ with my suitcases like right behind me. Oh my God. It's, yeah. But thank God, it was just a welcome party. Thank God. And I called the bride and the groom. I told them that, you know, there's a huge storm that delayed everything. They were very understanding, which was very appreciative. But yeah, it's certain things like that. I learned how to prepare ahead in advance. And, and not to, have to kind of like mentally have to be like, it's not me. There's nothing I can do. Right? Because yes, that can exactly. also be overwhelming. But true, but you have to remember, you're you're the class, so you pay for my services too. I, I'm very understanding from that perspective. See, other DJs and other vendors, they'd be like, you know, it's not my fault. But remember, you're a bride. You, you were once a bride too. You wanted what the fuck you wanted. You didn't, you didn't that's care about it. That's why I do national. Who's going to get I it? I stayed in New York. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If I couldn't do that, that would be like nerve wracking. Exactly. So for me, it's like, I look at it from their perspective. I don't want to seem like, yo, it's not my fault. But then again, it is my fault. I could have just been like, I needed that extra day 
just yeah. in case so that we I could fly in so that I don't have to worry about any hiccups. But me being me, I wanted to, yeah, I'm gonna do this and then do that. I was doing way too much. That I shouldn't yeah. Have. And that's something that you probably had to learn over time. Can't you gotta, like you said, if I have something, I have to have a day in between, right? I can't, you're not a spring chicken no more. Exactly. That's the most important thing. So people think like, yeah, we fly to this city, to that city. All right, cool. Make sure you keep the same energy too, because you have to recharge. Yeah. I think Denzel said it best. Sometimes you always oh, Will Smith. One of them said sometimes you just have to recharge. You can't give everybody the same energy all the time. Take that time for yourself and recharge. I so feel that like that's so generic. Old. So maybe it was Will Smith, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Denzel <laughs> gives, was Will Smith. Denzel okay. gives you a little bit more depth, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Something from the first so room. Um, obviously, I know that you are an amazing DJ, but you are also black. What are some of the what are some of the challenges you know you had to face as a black DJ that maybe some of your other peers who are not um, of color don't have to to go through? Um, I'm, I could just say you based off experience and yeah. I've been seeing this for a lot of other DJs too. A lot of, I would say, urban DJs do not get paid as much as other DJs of other ethnicities. The reason I'm not to show the reason being is, but I could just tell you for the fact that it's just the fact. Maybe it's the how the venue is run, their clientele. Maybe they have a, um, a higher paying clientele so that way they're able to pay those DJs um, that are in a different market for that rate, but I know that um, it's usually the pay rate. So uh, I don't want to get too much of the specifics of what the pay rate is. I, once again, you have why, to be in a space not? where you can negotiate what you want to get, but sometimes you're not in that space where you can negotiate and you have to, you know, basically You have to make sure you know your value and your worth. Exactly. But you know, I think that's the that's the biggest challenge in terms of you know pay rate. That's that's what it is. That's not. I mean, also, no offense, you're a black man, so you kind of have a little bit easier than if it was like a black female DJ. First, it's like you're a female DJ. And yeah. You're black, so you kind of have one foot in the door. Have you seen anything with maybe other? female DJs that you're like, oh, shoot, sister. Nah, what happens is that I, I don't love female DJs because I think that, because I, 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 I consider them as just DJs, period. Like, in terms of skills or not, I don't care if you're black, white, Spanish, male or females is not, but I feel that a lot of females, they do get, you know, the worst end of the tail in terms of trying to get bookings and gigs. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of a few female DJs too, but... For me, I, I want to get them in the door. I want to get them through the door. That's my thing. So it's great. But I think that there's a lot of places that actually call for uh, female DJs because they are rare. Yeah. But to have, to, to have a, like a really, really good female DJ that's really, really good, very, very rare. Agreed. Do I think a lot of these venues undercut them and underpay them? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's, that's just a given. Because I feel that, you know, some of them do not have um, the guidance or the, the, the proper knowledge for them to be like, hey, don't take that or you can negotiate yeah. more. So. As I mentioned before, you are a Haitian man. How did course. your parents feel? You're not a teacher. You're not a doctor. You're not an engineer. You're not a nurse. How did they feel when you were like, mommy, papi, 
I oh, wanna, they, oh, they hate it. No, they hate I want to be a DJ. And they were like, oh. what? We send you to school oh, for what? Oh, they hate it. Even to this day, they hate it. They hate oh, my it. God. They don't, because if they don't understand it, they hate it. Exactly. You don't understand it. They hate it. And plus, they, you know, they come from the background. It's like, yo, you went to school for all these years and this is what you're doing. But like, I just said that. Yeah. But for me, it's like I, I've expanded it to other things I don't really talk about in public or I don't really publicize because I'm, I'm involved in so many things on the back end. So, you know, they don't know about a lot of people don't know about. And I'd like to keep it that way. They're like, oh, all right. All right. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, oh my gosh, even to this day, they hate that because you know even the, the, the news and especially with the the uptick with the violence and the shootings. Oh my gosh, it's but it's I not it like that worse. where you're DJing. You're not like you're not in Brooklyn, you know, in the yeah. the, the the basements. Even though those are like the best parties. Yeah. <laughs> I so miss bad. those so bad. I literally was telling my homegirl I would do anything to have a basement bashment. Someone invite me, please. Oh, oh I miss those so much. I miss um, those too. Oh, man. I'm just looking through some of the comments to see if anyone has anything. So far, people said congratulations. And, oh, that you're, and you're the GOAT. Oh, I try, and, I try. Um, That's Carl. Carl right knows those comments. I see you, Carl. You're right on those <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Carl. And um, the Brooklyn, the slander is ridiculous. You'll be all right, Ziggy, oh, Bestie. Yeah. I Listen, was born in Brooklyn, Brooklyn too. too, so I could say oh, what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? I'm from I, they had the Boy best Ridge. parties. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm from saying. the Bill, so I know what it is. I know exactly like, what it is. Yeah, Brooklyn, we gotta chill. Brooklyn, you need to chill the fuck down. Yes. Too um, much shit going on. All right, please. Yes. Ooh. So you, like I said, you're a Haitian DJ. That's one of the reasons why you know I met you through my cousin's wedding, um, yes. and then. I was like, we, me and Carl, like, we need this this man because it's Not so you, hard to off. find uh, a Haitian DJ, but that's also an MC, but also oh, plays yes. the right music and gets the people hype. Calm down, and that's exactly what you did. And then we 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 pulled you in, and oh <laughs> for so me true. pulling you in, you know what I'm saying. For a while, everywhere I turned, you were like at my friend event, my cousin's event, at this event. And that this is event. a complete fact. And I have to let everybody know how it all started. Because remember, I was still into the wedding game. And maybe you may know about this too, maybe you may not. But I know I was getting into the whole wedding game. I started doing a lot of things too. But I have to thank Carl and that because you guys are amazing. Because it's like, yeah, I was like, yo, fuck it, do what you do. I was like, oh shit, all right, all right cool, no problem. So I think from doing your wedding, everything just, that's just a fact. I'm calling it what it is. And the same thing is the conversation when we had with Linda last week. Oh, my God. She was just like, you guys were kind of like the first to start these things that are now like when after wedding, she was like, she started going. She's like, Devin Carl was the first one to do this or Devin Carl. Yeah, that is, and I tell everybody that too. We don't I get no recognition. No I have no shame in my game. I'm like, oh yeah, who? Oh yeah, I did a wedding. I, I did a with the verses, and I, I keep it real. I'm not gonna BS it, but I think you guys set the tone. You guys set the vibe. You guys basically set, you know, the energy for what it is today. To the people doing their wedding, and I love that. This, Except I'm for not the one time when you, that. after the wedding, you were like, I had a great time, but you threw um, a glass at me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't but you know what? Because I, I think you're just so excited, and I think you're just so happy. But then, like I said, you want what you want. 
I think it was, I was, I I had a little diva moment where I was like, this is my wedding. Why are we doing that song, right? Yes, I remember. (laughs) And everybody was like trying to go in front of me. And I was like, I need you to tell them they need to go behind me. You were like, yeah, yeah. How do you want me to tell people? And I was like, do what I I say. Almost forgot about that till you reminded me. But it's all right though. But it's all right though. I love it. But I don't recall that. And I apologize a hundred times. Listen, you made up for it with all your success and the fact that you and Carl are still married. That's that's what it matters to me. I don't care. I don't go with stuff like that. For me, when it comes to certain things like that, there's a difference between a bridezilla and a super bridezilla. I mean, I was neither. You wasn't neither. But then again, it was your day. So there's certain things I'm like, ah, it's your day. I, I let things go. It doesn't take a lot for me to be upset. I, I mean, if you, upset even you. if you want to tell someone, like, how was the wedding? The bride got mad because she wanted everybody behind her. They'd be like, what? He <laughs> no. was like, follow me, MFers. I lead them. No, no, no. I don't know. No, um, I, and I also don't remember that night. Um, like, yeah. I, don't mean, I don't mean that. That was I mean, a good way. I mean the way. night. I woke up and said to Carl, what happened? He said, what, what, oh, what, no. do, you, what do you mean what happened? He was like, I was like, did we get married? And he was like, oh, man. No, I swear to God, true story. I believe it because I remember, and I won't forget, Carl, don't forget, please do not hate me. I remember this, uh, it was towards the end of the wedding, the wedding night reception. And Carl was mad hyped to see his arm. He's like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen my arm in a minute. I was like, yo, you, you, all right. But I was like, you, Carl was enjoying himself. Uh, with, with the beverages and the libations, which were flowing, amazing. Yeah, I, I think he, he enjoyed himself a little too much. I was like, "Yo, Carl, right, cool. Give it a second. Now I'm gonna tell you, say, no, 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 it's my heart." And he's like, "No, hold on, give me a minute. Uh, he could have wait." <laughs> so keep going. Right behind my booth, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, "Ah, I'm good now." I was like, "You're fucking bad." <laughs> What you do? He threw up behind your booth. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's laughing. He's laughing. I and I have the picture to prove it too. I gotta send it to y'all. But I laugh every time I look at that picture. He he ran to me with Stephanie Salon. Yes. Oh, so okay. This is what I know. So I don't think you knew this. And Stephanie's watching now too. So Carl came to me with Stephanie. Well, Stephanie brought Carl to me mm. and was like, Carl just threw up. He, yeah. Like he needs water mm-hmm. and he needs to sit down. And Carl was yeah. like, no, what I need is to take my shirt off. And I was like, no, oh. baby, we can't, we can't do that. <laughs> we can't. No, he had like, to, he was supposed to, but what happens is when he threw it behind my booth, I was like, damn, bro, <laughs> you all right? So then I think somebody had to Everyone's wipe him off. laughing. His, 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 somebody had to wipe him off like, oh, PT. That's all I heard. Like, oh, PT. I was like, oh, man, I feel bad. But I was like, oh, fuck it, this is day. Fuck it. Well, fuck maybe it, that's it, why bro. he was like, I need to take my shirt off. Yes, that is exactly why. Hence, you see, I'm connecting the dots. And I think Stephanie made, came to me and told me, and I was like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Listen, that's why, like, and I laughed. That's why I knew it was a good time because I was like, I know he's not gonna remember this tomorrow. Because everybody was like, Yeah, drink, Carl, drink, Carl, drink. And what are you doing? Drink it, drink it, drink it. He's like a blast. And I loved it. Oh my gosh. What yeah, he came amazing. to me and I was like, I don't have time for this. Sit your ass down and cool out. I gotta go. 
And, oh my gosh. And that's the last. Stephanie, don't see went, you. Cheers to you, Stephanie. She's laughing. And I left. The only thing that I have a problem with with you, mister, I've been waiting six years, is you played the best reggae, like 30 minutes, maybe an hour, mm-hmm. and I was gone. Yeah. I went to drink. <laughs> yeah. In the bridal suite. I was so hot. Ashley, my bridesmaid, shout out to Ashley. She was like, I'll come with you. And and she came and um, was like, I'll help you get out your dress. And we sat there and drunk bottles of champagne to ourselves. (laughs) So when I came back, Carl was like, yo, he just played the ill reggae mix. And I was like, what? And and he was just like, you missed it. He's like, where were you? And I was like, I don't know, drinking? And he's like, but we had like liquor down here. I'm like, I it didn't, it didn't Yo. process to me to like Yo. stay down here. Like, duh. <laughs> so that's my only beef because when I watched the video, I'm like, Yo, those were the tunes. Yo, and it sucks. And I hate to say this. And I, you know, I, I wish I had told you this earlier before the whole wedding reception. But I do tell the brides too the same thing that once you leave the room, it's like I have to bring up the energy a little bit more because what happens is that you're like the Beyonce of the day, right? Yeah. So everybody's watching everything that you're doing. So they're paying attention. So if the bride leaves the room, you're like, okay, then nothing's really going to happen. No, that was so, like one of the best. If, if we ever get a chance, I can show you a clip. That's like one of my favorite parts just to see everyone doing like yeah. the reggae, the reggae mix. Yeah, but for me, it's like, at the end of the day, like, my thing is just to make sure the energy stays up from the time. Oh, it was. From the very beginning. I want to maintain the energy. People at the Westbury Manor, when we had to go back the next day to pick up some stuff, they were like, we've been in this business forever. We have never seen a wedding like this. They, like, they were like, we had to push you and your guests out. That's one. Yeah. Second of all, second of all. We were like, we may want to go till 12. Remember, we we're like, everyone be on guard. Yeah. And they were like, thank God you didn't. You guys would have been throwing up like on the dance floor. That is a fact. And they were like, but it was so fun. It was that they amazing. were like, we always wonder like, how are we ever gonna like top that with the next wedding, you know? And my mom, wow. when she watched the video, she was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. She was like, I'm embarrassed. What's happening? And then she started seeing like my aunt, my uncle, like they were, she was like, oh, it was everybody. (laughs) And I was like, it was, it was amazing. The adults were were crazy too, bro. It wasn't just us. But all that I want to say is you do so well without even like promotion, right? You don't go on Instagram and like, Hey, book me and and stuff like that. Rarely. So it's really word of mouth. Very true. Right? Yeah, very true. Very true. And that shows how great you are. Yeah, and for me, I look at it as as it being strategic because no offense to all these other branding companies, and I and I work with a lot. I love what they do, and it's amazing. But for me, what I what I've realized is that what a lot of people do and a lot of companies do is that. Yes, you could promote it and promote the business 
as a way that it's your means for you to survive and do all that and get yes. more business, that's great. But for me, it, it kind of takes away from the talent and the love for it because I love to do what I do. But if I'm sitting here like, yo, book me, book me, book me, book me, it becomes more so like I'm just kidding about Thirsty. booking these dates and getting the money and this and that and that's it. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Like I said, I have other things going on in the background, so I'm not pressed for you to constantly book me. If you hear about me and if I'm available, that's great. But, you know, like I said, I'm willing to work with everybody. If it doesn't work, you know, within my budget or specified budget, whatever it is, I can easily say no. Before I was like, I'll say yes, but now I'm at a point in my life and I want every business owner, anybody that plans on starting a business, once you get to that level where you can say, Ah, no, and you're comfortable with saying no. And no is an answer. No is an answer. That's it's it. a complete it's sentence. Your price is your price. That's it. Know your worth. That's it. Know your worth. Before I say, like, ah, yeah, yeah, no, all right, cool, no problem. But before now, I'm like, okay. well, first you got to be hungry, and then when you get fed, you know, I want, I want a buffet, I want a steak, I want yeah. a steak. <laughs> so you, know, true. you know what I'm saying? You know. I got so you, Poppy. Don't speak the facts. Yes, please. and that's in everyday life with men, yes. with, with people, with friends, with works. Know your words. Know it. When you go, they're going to replace you, ho. Bars. Yes, <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Bars. That is so true. It's that water that's today. Bars. It's that Polish okay. drink. It's uh, okay. You know, and the M&M's. I... Um, the is this yeah. full time for you or is this part time? You said you have other things in the back cooking. No, like I, I, I love it. Like if I'm, if I'm available, I'm available. But I would say that this consists of, I would say 75 to 80%. So that's full time. Huh? Yeah, I would say yeah, I would, full time would be like 99 to 100% for me. I would say, like, you know, I'm always, like I said, I'm doing a lot of things in the back end that I want to talk about just yet, eventually, okay. but, you know, this, um, yeah, but I would say that this is 75%, but I want to keep it fresh. I don't want to be like, yo, this is all he does, like, this is it, like, no, like, yeah, I'm in the clubs, I'm doing this, I'm running that behind that, so I want to be, I want to continue to, you know, be fresh no. in you and keep the love for it. Yes, because when you fall out of love with something, it's no, it doesn't become fun. It becomes and a job. Hence, why I don't do the whole, yeah, book me, book me. Nah, come on. I want to be able to do it for yeah. fun. Like, I love what I do. That's um, it. Also, back to what I was saying about you promoting, we have to give you a shout out because you, people who may not know, Jesse Wu, you were basically oh, yes. DJ is, I'm, I'm watching you in the cut. Oh. <laughs> okay. Jesse Wu, oh, man, and, I love that girl. And, Whoa. oh, you know what? The man who runs this show cannot stand her. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, Listen, yeah. he sees her on my Instagram. He, every word you can think of. I mean, he, he used to be really mean to Brandy, but that's his he, second he, person that he cannot stand. He used no, to I think Brandy, Brandy had the attitude, so I agree with him with the whole brand. I mean, Brandy, no, I know that he Brandy didn't, it wasn't her life. attitude. He said that she looked like it's not nice. He said like she looked like a dinosaur or something. Oh no. Um, <laughs> And he just oh, can't stand oh, how Jesse Wu looks, but he can't oh. stand because she said something about Haitian men, and ever since then, that really, really bothered him. Um, this was a super, super Haitian. That's yes. why. That was a super, I think super like, Haitian. All, you know, like all Haitian men cheat, and he didn't like that. <laughs> that you oh my know, gosh. 
they put I can imagine, but oh man, I love this box. But tell us how you started that with her. Oh, that was crazy because. Uh, if you guys are familiar with a restaurant called BK9 in like, Park Soul, I'm very cool with the owners. It's amazing. If people don't know, Jesse Wu used to live in Brooklyn, but yeah. during her grind, before she became this whole uh, uh, the phenomenon that she is now, she used to go to BK9 and just try to, like, you know, apply for certain things, go on a laptop and do, you know, a bunch of work or whatever. But she used to sit in a corner and BK9. Yeah. And she became very cool with the owners. And I'm cool with the owners too. So then she had this, like, you know, I'm going to do this and make this move. And then her popularity started gaining. And then she started becoming very popular. But she never forgot about her roots at BK9. I like so that. So BK9, I think they wanted to do something different. And they wanted to do a brunch with Jesse Wood because they still kept that um, connection. So Jesse was like, yeah, BK9 forever. And what happened was, I think Jesse Wood had a DJ at that point, or something happened, and the DJ flops. It was some wild flops. Like I said, guys, we'll go for that opportunity. It only takes one opportunity. So what happens is that I think last minute that DJ flopped, and um, BK9 was like, yo, they, they suggested me. And then Jesse was like, all right, cool, no problem. So then we linked up, and then we did that event at brunch at BK9, and it was crazy. It was crazy turn. I think it was her, her first speaking brunch engagement in Brooklyn. Yeah. So when she did that, it was crazy. It was amazing. So then after that, we still kept the contact. We talked this and that. And it was it was just great. And and I love that. So I think that's where our, our personalities mesh because she's hilarious and I'm hilarious too, which I think I am. It's so I know that I am. She's 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 yeah she's she's, she's she's funny. He's hilarious to me. Yeah. I mean, some people may or may not like you, but I mean, hey, it's, it's life. Carl, Carl, Carl hates a lot of people. He doesn't like a lot of people. He loves you. That's the only thing that matters. He loves you. You know, so he loves me too. So that's the that's only thing that matters. He loves me and he loves you too. That's it. Love yes, I know. He told me when he went to that wedding in the summer, he saw you yes. and Linda. And the first thing y'all were like, hey, Carl, where's Debbie? He's like, oh, I, okay. Um, Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> What's crazy about that? That was my second wedding for the day in that room. Wow. I was, yeah, that was a stroke. Yeah, that was a weird luck. So I'm like, all right, cool. I knew it was going to be a long day. So I was like, yo, the, the first wedding was a morning wedding from 11 to 5. And I was like, yo, I don't what know are the I'm going to make it That's to the funny. second wedding. But I kind of had a feeling I was going to make it through. I was like, you know what? It's a mostly Haitian crowd. They wanted a lot of deep Haitian songs that I love that I play. I'm like, damn. I said, in the back of my mind, low key, I was like, yo, it would be wild if Carl shows up because Carl loves this shit. And he was there. Yeah, I was like, what the? F-? I was like, oh, I, no lie. When Carl showed up, that was the boost of energy that I needed. I don't take any Red Bull. I don't drink none of those stuff. I don't drink none of that. I just go based off energy, vibes, and all yeah, that. And- when Carl showed up, I said, oh my gosh, that is my fucking guy. That's it. And he was, That's and he it. was lit, right? He was yeah, lit. Yeah, so lit. Yeah, so for me. <laughs> I know. Or we call him Tishian. You know, like in front of the DJ, in front of the, the beat, just like yo, all over the place. The, but he knows. I, I hate the fact that we talk about Carl. We don't even see him. He's just behind the cameras, just recording all this. But if you guys don't know who Carl is, Carl is the man behind the, you know all this whole media thing. He does all this everything. He does a lot. He does a lot. All right, Carl has a lot to say. Next question is the like show. Thank you. We got it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Enough guessing your car. All right, back, 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 back to Deborah. Back, back. 
Back to you, Debbie. Back to you. He's laughing right now. <laughs> Joe Jackson is watching the show. He's in the house and he can watch it here, but he's watching it. Joe Jackson. No. Marry, marry your, your business partner, guys. Yes. <laughs> you are also in a fraternity. Yes. That I, I love that. And it's a strong yes. Black Brothers fraternity. Um, tell us how important that was for you growing up, that, that brotherhood. Um, very important. I think, uh, with, especially with Black men, what we lack in certain areas is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a personal guidance. We may or may not have fathers. We may or may not have older brothers. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you may go and look at what's around us. Yeah. Or you're amongst our peers. They may go astray, but we don't have that one person that you're like, yo, you really made it. Like, you really doing it. Yeah. Like, how did you? So, and I think that's very important. You don't have to join a fraternity to find that, but I think that it kind of helped me yeah. in terms of deciding where I want to go and how I want to move, getting to where I want me to be. Mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. goddess is there. And it's crazy because sometimes, you know, you think, boys, you know, it's all good, but, you know, they keep it real. They're like, yo, what the fuck you doing? Like, yeah. why you in that? That yeah. don't look right. You know, so they, they keep it real. You know, the truth hurts at times, but. Yeah, like, you know, yo, don't mess with that shorty. She messed with the other ones or. <laughs> no, it's true. You need that if you don't have a brother or a father, like, you know, yeah. and, I, and I think like also in a sorority or fraternity, you kind of have to hold yourself to a standard because you represent the whole team. Always, yeah. So people will say that, yeah, you gotta pay, you pay your way to to for friendship and stuff. I've seen everything. Oh, it's a fake gang, or you pay your way for a friendship or a brotherhood, or a sisterhood. That's not real. Nah, you, if you look at it in that way, then that's fine. Yeah. But if it's something that you know, um, and you've done your research and it goes deeper than that, then you could avoid and just you know disregard all those negative comments because you know what it really is. So. Um, I can see your shadow behind, and it's so funny because you're swinging your leg. I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I can think about is all I can think about. You know, it's like that R&B type of vibe. You know, you gotta. That's you gotta not what I'm thinking. Oh, he's so short he can't reach the floor. Um, oh no, no, it could, it could. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to, don't try to tippy toe now. Um, <laughs> I always ask my. Well, let's. I'm gonna ask another question, and then we're gonna ask the final question. Tell us what Black History Month means to you. Um, Black History Month is every month. No, so they gave us the shortest month of the year, but even though it's the shortest month of the year, I think that we've made <laughs> the most impact uh, in terms of life. And even though you know we put this whole big emphasis of Black History Month, thank you, Carter G. Whitson. Um, unfortunately, I think that it it's a year-round thing. I think we create history every day. We don't just have to consolidate it just one month. I think February is a month that we can just highlight certain aspects, which is great. But to me, Black History Month is another month for us to highlight and uh, appreciate the past, present, and future. And especially with you now having a son. Yes, oh man. Right? Crazy. What are some things, some values that you feel like as a Black man, you definitely want to pass down? Um, to don't give up. My water looked a little funny. I think that's funny. the most important thing. To don't my give water up. looked a little funny. Oh, Joe Jackson put <laughs> yeah. Bill Cosby. I think it's um, 
Yeah, that, I think that, I think that's the best value. Don't give up and do what you, you want to do. Or if you want to do it, make sure you give 110%. Because I think, especially when you grow up in a Haitian household, you're forced to be, you know, into this whole box. Doctor, lawyer, something with a PhD. Make sure you're making six figures or more. That's fine, but are you happy doing that? Exactly. That's the thing. They don't see that. They see like, you know, money equals happiness. As, yes. Unfortunately, with the old school Haitian mentality, money equals happiness. At times it doesn't. So many people that I know that has left their six-figure, seven-figure job. My boy, left a seven-figure job Not to happy. do what the fuck you want to do. I could, I, I, I'm still bogged to this day. Left a seven-figure job. I was like, why? I did, why? He's like, I'm not happy, bro. I'm not happy. He said, yeah, my parents, they, they hate me, but I'm, I'm, I struggled a bit. He opened up his own business, opened up his own firm, doing what he does. He loves it. He's and like, yo, yeah, he wasn't trying to work all these crazy hours to build somebody else's dream when he could use that same time to build his own build dream. His own. And exactly. And leave so, a legacy behind. Exactly. Don't give up. If you want to do something, make sure you give 110%. Be willing to sacrifice a lot for it. Yeah. That's, that's the best Remember advice. To always be blackly, black, blackly, black. Blackly, blackly, black. <laughs> I always ask my guests a final question before they go. Oh, and the question for you is, if you could be a DJ for any celebrity to help them while they're on a world tour, who would it be and why? Jay-Z. That's it. That's it. Okay. And <clears throat> no, no questions asked, Jay-Z. That's hands down. Can we get a And walk? crazy, because I want to do it just for um, the money aspect. I, I want to be able to, to do it, to do the tour, but be able to sit down and have a conversation. That'll be the payment, because I want to be able to you know, what were the moves, what his techniques, and, and you know, a lot of information is gained from conversation. I'm, I'm telling you, knowledge is wealth. People think yeah. that, yeah, I get the payment, and that's it. No, see what he does, do that, but be able to have a conversation either before the day or whatever it is. Like, what's his regimen? How did we get, you know, what's the motivation? Because, yeah. you know, I could watch all these crazy interviews that he does with different people, and he has these conversations, but it's a different feeling if you're sitting down in front of them and, and doing that so and plus, I, I think he's like perhaps the best i apologize yeah. i also want to say that this one be i'm going to do a new thing now like every time i have a guest on the show i'm going to take a shot because whenever i ask this question the top two answers is beyonce and jay-z swear really <laughs> it could be like right. oh, if you're a cook who would you want to cook for beyonce if you're an accountant who accountant would you want to be for beyonce if you so you know what? Like, for that, I'm gonna give you my. Uh, I'm gonna give you another one. Then. No, but to me, that just shows, right? How yeah. these two people in the pop world are people that we look up to, and I mean, it's like it's it's all different races that have been on my show, but I really yeah, have to sure. say those are the two that people repeatedly or Rihanna. It's like repeatedly people keep saying those three names, and that to me, I mean, Jay Z, Beyonce, Rihanna. If you're watching this. Um, yeah. with, my, with my guests, that's all. I yeah, no, nah, which is true. I think they're a great example of black excellence to me. That's how I see it. I think they're a great, great example. Well, obviously. So, um, you got ten seconds or less. Plug yourself, brother. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Royal. Find me on Instagram at DJ Royal NYC. If you don't find me on Instagram, make sure you hit me on that Facebook, Mike. Batelmi. All right. 
I appreciate you guys for listening to me, watching me in my world, my background. I appreciate you guys for the love and energy. Oh, no, we may get kicked. I was going to say, give us a spin out as we leave. No, I got no no laptop here. No, it's okay. I think the show would be like in trouble. So then. Yeah. (laughs) Like we would be banned. And then it's Super Bowl weekend and I would be banned from my house. So. (laughs) Big shout to Carl, man. Oh, man. You got it. You said it already. All right, guys. Go, go. Give your two seconds. Carl, here's your two seconds. Plug in and go. <laughs> Plug in, Carl. Come on, Carl. Meanwhile, I'm the one who Plug wanted you as a DJ. And you know, oh, yeah, I appreciate go. you. No, it's all right. I say, oh, man. Debbie, you're amazing. Debbie, you're amazing. You're phenomenal. Carl told me to tell you he got beef with you to this day. For what? Because of the opening. He didn't get to do, we didn't get to do our little opening. He really doesn't care because he got Alan Cave. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. he, that's not what you remember him being on the microphone guys Alan Carvey's at my wa- we know we're watching we, yeah we, we're watching yeah we're, we're, we're here <laughs> we see him too yo I'll never forget his look cause I, I play hey, yo he literally he's about to kill me cause I, I yeah I told Alan Carvey this I was gonna play it like I said oh man this this the song is messing up and then called, I, yo, he looked into Alan Cave's eyes so deep and loving me. <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, you, you know your wife is here too, right? <laughs> but you want to know the worst and part? Over the- <laughs> I didn't, we didn't know that he was coming until an hour before. And that's only because really? the major D was like, oh. all right, so let me do the rundown with you. And I'm a control freak. So I'm like, okay, okay. Why does that say special guest? I'm like, I didn't ask wow. for a special guest. So who is the special guest? And she's wow. like, what? And I'm like, your paper that you're reading to me. And it says Alan Cave. And she's oh. like, huh? So I call my sister up and I like just to swear on our kids, on our future kids. That's why we don't got no kids now. Yeah. I swear on our future kids. You're not lying to me. And she was like, I'm not lying. So I was like, she's lying. So I yeah. told Carl, listen, Alan Cave is here. I need you to like be happy, but like pull it together because I'm like, you're going to pee on yourself. Hilarious. Like I cannot have you peeing on yourself in front of everyone. Yo, I've never seen a man. And you saw it, right? Another man's eyes like that. I was like, wow, sir. Like he's here, but he's like, he's Not singing here. a word. This is like, yo, bro. And even Alan <laughs> Cave was there. like, you know all the words. <laughs> He knew, like, all, he knew all the words. Carl even knew like the tune, like to go high, go low, the rhythm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is we ran into him like in November and Carl was like, oh my, well, we didn't run into him. He had a, a part, like he threw something and we went for my family. And yeah. um, I was like, hey, what's up? And he gave me a kiss and a hug. And I told Carl like, oh, I saw Alan. He gave me a kiss and a hug. He was like, word? <laughs> you know, crossing like, what are you going to do when he sees me? And so he went up to him and was like, Alan. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, oh man. Yeah, I see it from time to time. So, so it's crazy. I see it from I'm time like, to time. So I'm like, damn, remember that wedding? And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. How you been, man? man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Um, oh, thank man. you we have so much. Coming up too. Oh, 
Thank you so much for being um, not only a great DJ for our wedding, but a great friend and a great guest today. I wish you nothing but blessings for you and little your little family. Is is he a junior? Oh, no, no junior. No All right, junior. you didn't go the Haitian route. Thank goodness. Yeah, no, 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 no junior. Matheson Cairo. Oh, oh. Yeah, strong name. Strong guy. That's, name. My, strong that's name. my little cousin's name, Cairo. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Egypt. So it's uh, Matheson yeah. Cairo, son of God. Yes, that's my little cousin's name. Um, He is, oh my God, I think he's about the same month, like five. Yeah, he's five. When was your son's birthday? August 31st. Oh, <laughs> my. Um, best friends, you remember from the wedding, Ashley and Courtney? Yeah. Their yeah. daughter is August 30th. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and um, my cousin Charles, the son Cairo, he's the week before. Damn. But my cousin, Damn. his birthday is the 31st. My grandpa, too. Rest in peace. Virgo. Oh, go one big party. Virgo Sheesh. Nation. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of, as I said, a lot of people I know who had kids. I think maybe you're four. And it was yeah. all in that week. Sheesh. So y'all were busy. Y'all were busy. It was a, it was a busy pandemic. It was a well, busy pandemic. Like I said, thank you so much for me and Britney Spears. Oh, of course. I'll never forget that. Of course. My love still hasn't changed. Um, of course. Thank you. I've seen a documentary on, on Hulu. Free Britney. That was sad, right? Oh, my gosh. Was it? Oh, I think they, um Netflix had one, too. Yeah. Netflix. And a lot of people were like, oh my God, hit me up. Like, I didn't know she was going through all that. I take everything back that I used to say. I had no idea either. It yeah. just opened my eyes. As soon as I watched, I was like, damn, you good? Like, <laughs> no, I was good like, because like, I knew what my sis was going through. You know what I'm saying? We text. Oh, man. Me and how we text. I said, I hold you down, POP, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and I knew, Facts. you know what I'm saying? Everything wow. worked out for my bill. Oh my gosh, one time for Brittany. Goddamn. Brittany, wherever you are, thank you. Just I, I love you all. Debbie, thank you for, for having me. I really Thank you for being you. here. I miss you so much and blessings to you and your family. Oh, God bless you. And continue you. this path that you're on. I'm very proud of you. Yes, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're welcome appreciate and you. stay fresh to death with your two. Oh, I got to. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Bye. All right. Latest. Latest. I gotta get this guy out. I don't. I, can you take your mic out? Jeez. All right. Gosh. <laughs> all right. This one too. Every like everybody out. Thank you, everyone, for watching The B Show. I am your host, Deborah Voltaire Kwanj. I appreciate you all. Um, Roe, he's gone now. This is my show. Um, I would like to thank everyone for watching The B Show. I am your host, the one and only. Please join us on Sunday for our Super Bowl Spectacular. And um, just be you, do you, for you. And always remember... They blackity black. <laughs>